I would like a week where we're like, you know, nothing bad happened this week. Um, <laughs> I will say, to be fair... It's uh, not like, as bad as the Trump era. That's exactly what you're going to say. say. Our I, show I was, is coming after the Trump. I, I was Post lamenting. Trump era leftist show. I was <laughs> lamenting that you know what we should we should have just stuck to our fucking guns and started the show like three years ago because the content we would have to make these shows would be so much easier. It's a new world out there, though. It, it's I mean there are still some shitty things happening, but at a much slower rate. Right. And, and now you have actually time to focus on those things and discuss them, but because now the news cycle doesn't move as fucking fast it's, as it. You know, in fact, after um, Biden, the Biden inauguration, I like, I felt lost for like the first week or two because I'm used to waking up every morning. Yeah, I go to, to you my have to phone. Prep. You have to be like, I can't do this first like, thing in the morning. I do. I can't scroll, get PTSD right. from looking at the news immediately. <laughs> that, that's basically what I do. Scroll in the morning, see what happened overnight while I was sleeping. And then, what like, bullshit tweet like, came out at two a.m. At least a week or two. I'm like, every morning I check. I'm like, there's fucking nothing. So I stop checking before I go to bed. So now I have stuff to see in the morning. But even then, it's it's like for a while there, we did have the slew of GOP bills who were you know correcting the mistakes they did. You know, they learned from you know how to rig an election, but also the abortion shit we talked about last week. But nothing really since then. I think that's I mean. Uh, like bill wise that would piss us off um yeah. at least at least this week i mean i do keep an eye on those things right. but nothing that i think speaking of abortion though can we do a um a abortion on marjorie taylor green late term <laughs> late term yeah i mean according to her <laughs> like uh was that was that today she said that yeah i Oh, that was that a tweet today, or was that a? Yeah, the so-called that was equal yesterday. rights amendment is designed to do one thing: abortion on demand up until birth, and perhaps after birth. Well, after know, after birth I mean, abortions, that's the, a thing. The kid is, you know, still your property until they're eighteen. So abortion should be up until eighteen. So wait, like post birth? <laughs> hold on, let me get so like post birth abortion. So they should like yeet the baby out the window like after it's born, or like how's that work? <laughs> Nobody knows, but can we please do it to Marjorie Green Taylor? We need to have or Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Green. Green. We need to have like I swear to God, we bring this bitch up like once a week with some like the bullshit that she pulls. Oh yeah, yeah. We need to. She's a, the Trump um, now. Because Marjorie he's because he's banned from. I wonder if he like sends her letters to like post on Twitter because he can't and shit. Like he sends her emails like, can you post this? Because he's so barred. No, because he he has those press releases, those whiny ass baby press releases that he'll just send. You out can tell they're actually tweet. written by him though. You know he doesn't use a speechwriter. <laughs> you can say that about him. <laughs> he looks so rough. I still guarantee someone spell checks that for him though. I mean, Kafifi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to Apostates on the Fringe, the podcast where we discuss religious and political news from a leftist atheist perspective. The show is sponsored by the Atheist Society of Knoxville. We are your hosts. I'm Dustin. Alistair. And Sam. And what are you drinking tonight, Al? I am drinking Highland Brewing from Asheville, North Carolina. They're black mocha stout. How was that? It's pretty good. It's you like that better than the mango cushy you had last week? Or is no. It just, no? Um, okay. Yeah, it's just not my favorite dark beer. It's not horrible, but that was that was the last time you said you went there and you were, they were just limited on what they had remaining in the mm-hmm. like choose your own selection sort of thing. But you just wanted to make sure you got the mango Kush. Yeah. Okay. 
Sam, you got something little fancy over yeah, there. Yeah, I decided to go all out today. What you it's got, brother? It's the <laughs> chocolate moon pie stout. <laughs> where, do yeah. you, where do you find this? Uh, I got this at Beard and Beer Market. See, say, that's I where I, I need to start it. going more yeah. often because it's just... It's just it, it's it, right next to me. It's unfortunately like nowhere near where I drive unless I intentionally make a it's hard It's the opposite. Like, it's on my way, basically. Okay. Yeah, I... I, I can move around where I work, so there's certain times I plan to work out there just so I can make it kind of on my way home. Yeah, they had a lot of interesting stuff, and, you know, I, sometimes you're just like, how can they pull that off? And you get it out of pure curiosity they to see They have the best selection, I think. Yeah. yeah. I've heard, and unfortunately, today, I I, uh, I had a very busy week. I was closing, and like I, I mentioned before to you guys, while we are just kind of bullshitting before the show, that... This week was a different week for me at work. I hadn't been able to get out and travel as much, so I wasn't able to try and find something new or something that I hadn't had in a while. But I, I went back to my fan favorite, of course, the Wiseacre Brewing Company in Memphis. The you are right, get though. Get it, it, it does taste different after they changed the coffee that they it is, it is still It is still, again, one of my favorites. So good. when I, I if I can find it, 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 it was the only thing. Because when I went to go look, aside from fucking IPAs, it was that. Is and, it the 2020 edition? Yeah, it says the 2020s edition. Um, I'm I'm not gonna scan the QR code to read more about the visual dissonance, <laughs> what the can says, but it's it's still it's it's still very good. I mean, that must have been when they changed their coffee. Yeah, I hadn't had it since. It's I didn't think I had good. it all last year because normally I only get this when I go out to um, like Scruff City Hall or the rooftop bars in Market Square, which. I really hope we can start doing later once the vaccines start getting out because I'll get ours. Yeah, do it. So before we get into our stories, um, for the last couple of weeks, we've been kind of talking about cancel culture, and Facebook has been canceling a lot of things. Um, Sam, I know this kind of threw you into a rage, but this is about the the Catholics, uh, the Catholic um, statement that yeah. was just placed out. Let me uh, basically, Pope Francis says that Catholic priests can't bless same-sex unions because God cannot bless sin, which is, comes to really no surprise to. Anyone? Yeah, I love how everyone's been trying to like label this pope as the liberal, the progressive, the liberal progressive pope. And I guess compared to his he, entire church's history, no, he's not your friend. That's now, true, but he's not. He's still the fucking enemy. Yeah, he's, he's not he, cute. It's not cute. He's still a fucking bastard. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not your friend. But apparently, I can't call him a bastard on Facebook. You can't. And and apparently, there have been several you know posts that have been criticizing this, and you know been. Regarding the Catholic Church's stance, yeah, so on this. I, I, I did a lot of I, <laughs> I spent some time doing studies of seeing what I could and couldn't call Catholics, and uh, you know versus what you can and can't call gay people on Facebook, uh-huh. and uh, I mean I, I think what did go through was my copy my share of Franklin Graham's post saying a play, Franklin Graham, who's a Baptist for people that don't know, was applauding the Catholics for coming together. On gay pe- on the decision that yes, gay people are going to hell, and Franklin that they deserve Graham that. Go fuck so that's not hate speech. See, the, 
It's not hate speech to say that an entire sexual preference deserves to be tortured forever. That's, that's not worthy of being canceled. But calling someone a bad person for saying that... That's where you get cancer. I want to. I want. I want to correct that. I don't want to call it sexual preference. I want to say their their identity, like who they identify okay. as, um, because they believe it is a choice. They think it is a preference, and that is their choice to live sinful lives. And that is the whole basis of their arguments, because they don't know fucking biology, or or, or psychology. Well, there's this. So you know. I've learned some things about Facebook, like what they deem as like I'm bullying sure and what's not. So you've like, been... I'm very careful oh. about how, like if I'm going to insult somebody, like instead of calling someone stupid, I'll say, are you dense? Because it, Facebook doesn't pick up on that. And I, I use this because I can, when I get in arguments with right wingers, it's so easy to get them to call me names and I just fucking put them in timeout by reporting their comments. <laughs> but when it comes to flat out racism, I will report that shit all day long Never and it always down. comes back as this does not violate yeah. our standards. But the Atheist Society of Knoxville has this private group. And one of our members made a comment that says, better than idiot Christians. And I, I, I'm not even looking at the original post. I don't know what it was. It, I'll say it was, it was an image of a brain. It was just, it was just, a, just, just a, a drawing of a brain. And it said, atheist starter pack. Yeah. And so there was a comment that said, better than idiot Christians. And Facebook removed it rather quickly, six minutes after it was posted, because it's hate speech. But See, you... I, another thing I do is when I get something flagged on Facebook, I'll say the same thing on Twitter just to see if it'll catch, and it doesn't. It is specifically... Here's a thing. So I got a 30-day ban last month because a literal fucking Nazi, like you go to his fucking page, and it's it's Nazi shit. It's straight-up Nazi shit. There's no other way to describe it. It's... Like, it's just Nazi shit. Right. And so I tell this guy, go hail Hitler. It's all you're good at. I got a 30-day ban for that. Really? For telling a Nazi to hail Hitler. Yes. So I went over to my backup account, and I was like, apparently suggesting that somebody hail Hitler, uh, go hail Hitler because they're a Nazi is hate speech, and I'm on a 30-day ban. And I didn't even get to post it. Facebook immediately flagged it. You can't say, uh, no, I'm, I actually, instead of saying Hail Hitler in that post, I called it the Zieg Hail. Uh-huh. And um, so that's what got it. The word Nazi will get it. Saying Hitler will get it. There's like any, any reference to fucking Nazis. Regardless of context. Regardless of context. And I even set that for a review. Actually, I set it for a review and Facebook did come back and say it did not violate their standards, but they did not lift my ban. Facebook is an extremely conservative brainwashing platform. Yet they claimed, and this was yesterday, I'm not, I didn't even pull up the article because I thought it was a... I didn't believe... I, the article was that... Facebook is cracking down on, you know, the groups by content. I'm like, no, they are fucking not. The state this country is in, as much as we want to blame Trump and everything else, 
Facebook has had a huge, huge hand in. Yeah, Facebook's a huge reason that Trump even got elected. The re- well, the reason we have militias forming all over this country is because of Facebook. It gave them a place to go and organize. Um, Facebook and they Facebook just fucking looked the other way because we were finding these groups, we were reporting these groups. They didn't do anything. They let it continue because. They didn't want because it was bringing them money. They exactly. got money. See, that's why you got to see the real connections here. That you know, is Facebook fascist itself? Like, is is Zuckerberg a Nazi? No, he's a capitalist. So apparently, and he's found out that there's more money in being a fucking Nazi than there is. And there, in being there a was leftist. something AOC. God, I can't remember the full context of it, but she asked Zuckerberg something, and it was. Is this it's, during his hearing when he looked like a robot? Yeah, well, he always looks like a robot. But this one, that was weird, though. It, if you saw the hearing, that was it's weird. It's all the time when he's in there, because that's not the first hearing that he's been to, oh, right and on. he's always just real robotic. But it was AOC, it was asking about one of his, um, the fact checker, checkers, which was a known white supremacist site. And his reasoning for it that's what I don't remember. But the long story short, he came back with something, some kind of answer, and she's like, so what you're pretty much saying is it's okay to have white nationalists fact-checking this information. He's just like deer in headlights. Like, he did. It was oh, a, it, fuck. It, it was a watch people die inside moment. Um, I wish I had the video because I saw the same video. And she, she she was spot on with that with the questioning and had no answer to that uh, at least before they cut away. But it was the fact they have openly a white nationalist. It was a white nationalist. Mm-hmm. Quote, That's unquote, a lot of how the, I've I've heard this excuse made for Facebook before that a lot of like so their whole thing is based on algorithm. You know, like we said, no one actually reported your shit. It got picked up by the algorithm, but the people teaching that algorithm are literally nazis yeah and that's why i can get banned for calling out nazi shit but the person saying nazi shit gets to keep saying they're fucking nazi shit online teaching the ai to catch shit is literally a nazi literally like Facebook is literally full of Nazis. Fuck Zuck. So fuck Facebook. A lot of those people. So I'm a lot of people who. There, there are some who ultimately are removed from the platform, and I did hear of the rise of uh, of an app called Clubhouse, and it's an invite only, and this is now where the anti Semites and uh, bigotry is moving over to, and they had a very large meeting regarding uh, you know anti Semitism in the United States and. That apparently is okay. It's a, so apparently it's a record. It's like a, it's a recording. Apparently, like a, it's an audio thing, and a lot of people can join in, and, and unless it's saved by a particular person, it, it all gets deleted as soon as everyone leaves the chat. And that's where a lot of groups are moving over to right now because it is invite only, and it's a way to try to prevent the infiltrators that you have mentioned in, in some of this. In, um, it's to keep me out. To keep you out. And to, to keep... By infiltrators, you mean me. <laughs> <laughs> it's to keep Al out. Um, I, I don't know. How How does one even get... How, do, how does one even get to promote such an invite-only thing? I don't even know how that would work. I mean, Oh, I know probably, some people maybe? who would make it through. Um, but, I know... I know. But how would you broadcast, like, hey, we're having this? I know they... they 
through what's private messages. App? What's the other app? The other app that um, they moved on to Parlor. Not Parlor. The oh, there's Telegram. Yeah, thank you. Okay, yeah, Telegram. They've been on Telegram for quite a while. Okay, so that so they'll, they'll broadcast it on Telegram, but to get the invites into that, and I guess it's a way to try to prevent those texts. Oh from being shit! Copied. If they're they're putting the invites on Telegram, anti-fascists are going to be over there quick. So I just know that that's just popped up lately. Um, that that was something I heard about earlier this week, and that's where they're they're trying to because there are some actions being taken by Facebook to remove certain groups. Um, I know they removed a lot of. The proud? Uh, did they move Proud Boys groups? Proud or? Boys are gone. Yeah, they they are removing like three percenters. Maybe QAnon. They're they're saying is gone, but I still see some of them uh, um, around. Um, they do what they have to do. The, the bare like, minimum to to, yeah. to the say they're making action. Ma- minimum. Yeah. Yeah, I think, but but towards individuals making those posts, I think they're. You know, the, they don't give a shit. Uh, I ha- I haven't had anything removed, but I'm I'm not. As, I guess I'm not as vocal, at least on Facebook, because I'm not, I'm not trying to catch a ban. And plus, I have several employee uh, you know, colleagues on my Facebook that I'd rather not, you know, let that come out. I just have sure a backup already ready. Us. <laughs> they they know the show exists. I can guarantee none fucking listen, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is good for me. I don't know. I think some of my old coworkers at my old they probably would have listened. They wouldn't have agreed with everything, and they would have come in and been like, "Yeah, I think you were wrong here." But oh, I get I so I, I get messages all the time about like from a, from listening to the show, and they um they they disagree with a lot of things. And they, <laughs> they make sure to let me know. And it's funny because my friends are like, you know what? You were so right about this. I'm, I'm just going to call him out. It's my dad. He'll fucking he'll, he'll listen to this. Your and dad. dad, dad you're, I'm, I'm, yelling, I'm talking to you right now. You're the one fucking. We're finding our audience. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll listen. I, I give him credit. He's, he's not as far left as he's nowhere near far left, but he listens. I mean, my dad's not listening, so. And then he'll, but then he'll message me like throughout, like as he's listening, he's like, fuck this, fuck that. And I'm like, no, fuck you. And <laughs> <laughs> like we do sometimes get into it and he gets and like late at night too i'm like i'm way too like i'm too drunk my for this dad's like stop like you see no my the thing is my dad will be like drunk i'll i'll message him throughout the day and i'll hear from him late back later in the night and i know he's drinking because he's my dad and he drinks at night so, as do i and he knows i'm doing it i, so, I think he knows i'm doing but it i'm sober as fuck and my dad will like send me these long messages and he'll he'll Somehow or another, we'll get on politics. Although, I will say, I started the last couple. Because, um, well, first, he had mentioned to me several years ago something about three percenters. And then I made it into a three percent, like their official board. And I was like, "Um, Dad, you've mentioned three percenters before. I'm like, you're not involved in that shit, are you? And he's like, I'm not an extremist. You're more of an extremist than me. And I'm, he's I, like, I'm, I'm not I'm a not part. I'm not familiar with three percenters. No, it wasn't. It was Oath Keepers. My bad. Oh, well, what are three percenters? Okay, so only three percent of the citizens stood up and took arms against the British in 1776. Supposedly. 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 Uh, that's my that's my letter, that's my letter Kenny fandom kicking the in. The Oath Keepers are a bunch of military and police officers who have taken the oath to defend this country and God. they think that means against us leftists. 
Um, but my, my dad had mentioned that because we're, my dad and I are both political. I'm more political than he is. So I'm like trying to educate him on some stuff because his education comes from the military. Oh, he's not as far right as many people you would expect in the military. He is more center, but, um, yeah, so, center for a military personnel is also still pretty far fucking right, I would imagine. Or, or, or are you saying center for for, for our ours? Climate? He he's a centrist okay. very much. He's one of those both sides. I kind of think my and, dad is too, but I think he trolls me because I think he knows, like especially because he'll listen like on Saturday night, and like I know I'm drinking on a Saturday night, and he he'll message me that like uh, he'll say, like, "All right, I'm listening." I'm like, don't fucking do that right now. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, he'll start messaging me at like 11.30, 11.45 to start like start picking apart certain points. And I'm like, I can't deal with this right now. I, You know, I keep trying to like wake my dad up on things. Like, you know, you really need to pick a side here. I'm like, first of all, if our government, like Trump kept saying he still wants to make Antifa a terrorist organization. Hey, guess what, Dad? If I'm a declared a terrorist, you can't get a security clearance to continue working. You may want to stand up against these kinds of things. I have a success story, <laughs> by the way. So, and a lot of the the right, the conservative, they are told by Fox News and everyone else that <clears throat> Antifa are more prevalent, and you know the, the attackers, um, you know, just like the KKK. And I was like, do you know what? Do you know what Antifa is? I asked them, like, do you know what Antifa is? They're like, well, well, no, they, they didn't really know. It's like, well, it's, they're anti-fascist. Yes, you've seen them clash on the streets, but look who they're clashing with. Look who they're fighting. Look who they're provoking. It's always the Nazis, the Proud Boys. And they're there a lot of times to protect the bystanders and keep them away. I have never seen, at least... There are some outliers. There's always going to be outliers of any kind of person because it's not an organization. It's an idea. It's a movement, and that's why no, I we're, them. we're an official organization. It's I, a nonprofit are organization. Are you the CEO? We, I am not the CEO. I am head of human resources. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we do have a CEO, though. Um, we get fat paychecks from Soros. George, you George not, Soros. Yeah. You would not believe these paychecks that we get. Like, I, you know, I lied earlier today when I live in a, I said I lived in a $900 apartment when I was talking to you, Dustin, or last night. I was like, I really have an, a million dollar mansion out in fucking With your Soros Farragut. Money? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I was actually successful in explaining what the movement actually is and who do you always see them engaging with? And like, do you agree that there should be fascism? No. Hey, guess what? You are anti-fascist. Now, you're not fighting people on the streets, but it's an idea. It's a movement. And I made some headway on that. But I'm just that was just one conversation. That's, the, you know, people think Antifa because it's fucking Fox News. Right. And, the, and, and, and other media like that that espouse these ideas that Antifa is the enemy of the right. Which kind of makes you think that why are why right. are they an enemy of the right if their main if, if they're you know if who they fight against or push back against are the neo Nazis the, the Proud Boys the white nationalists what does that say about the right and who they who they prop up as heroes or you know defend so the I one mean, thing I give my dad um, like I said he's he's he was born or he went into the military at like. 17, 18 years old. It was before I was born. He, while he's retired from the military, he's a civilian working for the military now. So 
he he does not agree with me on everything politically, but my dad is real quick to say I'm proud of you, and he he says he's proud of me because he he says he went to the military because he thought it was the right thing to do to protect his country to fight for his country. He's like. While I don't agree with you, he's like, you are out there doing everything you can to fight for your country and what you think is right for your country. He's like, and I'm proud of you for doing that. And so I, I like there, there's this mutual respect that he at least recognizes that I am fighting that, you know, there's things I want to see for my country and I'm fighting to see those things. And mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that he can at least recognize that. I mean, I was going to say that you're saying that Antifa is the enemy of the right, and... That's how they see it. I mean, it's true. It, yeah, it's true. Like, I, I, I don't know, my, my leftist views, I don't know if every leftist has these views, that the foundation of conservatism is fascism. Yeah. Yeah. It you, is, but... Like, even, even if you're a libertarian, you believe that someone... The foundation of conservatism, the very foundation, is... We need a like the beginning. The pre-conservative conservatism was the king is right. The king needs to rule us. That's fascism. Well, and and then and then now it's even libertarianism is people that make it to the top to own all the money and create the jobs and do whatever they deserve. They they are in that position because they deserve that position. So they deserve to rule us. Like even that position. I th- I think we could all agree. Like one thing that has joined us is our opposition to Christofash, the Christian fascist. You know, we we met through Atheist Society. It was us. You know, we we looked for a place to find each other because of Christofascism. It, it's it was being drilled into us and forced upon us, and so we felt we needed to go somewhere where we. It wasn't forced upon us, and we found each other through atheists. And you know what? For me, that was actually during the height of the two thousand, the two thousand twelve election of Obama and Romney. And because the right, even though he was Mormon, they latched onto who would you vote for, the Mormon or the Muslim? And that's the shit that really kind of sparked that. I, that sparked not only my, you know, my atheism in terms of you know my political views. I mean, that's when I was like. Obviously, the left is more towards what aligns with, you know, secular or non-theistic beliefs. And that's where I attached it to that because of the rhetoric during that election. And that's when I like, almost immediately I found this group. And like, to what you're saying, to have that camaraderie for the people that can support that. And But th- I think that was kind of the catalyst because they that was the first time I actually paid attention to religion and politics and how they 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 say they separated you know the wall of the, the separation of wall and state but churches were posting that shit up all all over the place you know vote for the the Mormon over the Muslim and shit like that and it just infuriated me. In one of my groups, there was a it, I can't remember what church it was, but it was definitely a church that was discussing a lot of political shit and advocating for a thing, and they're like. Why hasn't anybody reported them to the IRS? Well, there's two things. If you are an official church, you do not have to register for an IRS uh, with the IRS. Um, it, they're specifically talking about the Johnson Amendment. Huh? Um, they're specifically talking about the Johnson Amendment, which is the you know they can't they can't um, a five hundred one c three you can't can't endorse a candidate, but right. they get away with it all because the because you do. If I found this out with the Satanic Ministry when I went to go register it as a church. 
churches do not have to register. Like Atheist Society um, had to register as a nonprofit through the IRS to get tax exemption. Churches don't have to do that. They automatically get tax exemption for being a church. Well, not only that, but there were churches who were specifically doing it on purpose because they want the Johnson Amendment challenged because they think it's a violation of the First Amendment. Right. And so they were intentionally doing it to, to, to coax people to go out to, to send complaints to the IRS so the IRS would take action. But the IRS never took action. But the, I, yeah, the IRS, the other thing I brought up to this group on why this church hadn't been shut down is because the IRS does not investigate churches. No. It's very, very fucking rarely. I, I think if you're an extreme cult that is growing, like, largely, they may Large look enough to in. have enough money that they want to look in. Like, Jonestown, IRS may have been looking for before they moved overseas. I think they were the ones that did, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, so there, there may, like, they, they may have seen some, that may have been why they moved overseas because IRS was looking for into them. I don't know. Um, but there's, you know, there, it takes a lot for the IRS to go after a church and it's usually cults that they, they deem cults. Yeah. They were actually taunting the IRS. They were sending them sermons via media, like copies of VHS or whatever the fucking low tech they had that had you know, them on the pulpit endorsing a candidate just to taunt them. They don't enforce it. And they didn't, no. So while we have that little disclaimer at the end of our show saying atheist society, <laughs> but we're not a church. Right. We're not, we're not, we're not a church. We are, we are, we are sponsored by the group, but we do want to make sure that, you know, while we're not, you know, shitting on any candidate at the moment, we're going to make sure to follow those rules because right. we are going to follow the official guidelines of the 501c3 while churches don't have to because we're better than that. Yep. So it didn't really, this, this story I'm about to talk about didn't really make a whole lot of mainstream news. Um, it was only reported locally, which I found odd. It was a, um, it was a mass shooting in Chicago that happened overnight in a warehouse party. It's, it was like a towing company slash repair shop. Slash bar because apparently at night they converted and they had this in you know, Chicago. In Chicago, okay, that sounds normal. So, um, but I guess because of all the, I, I, I don't know if it's because there's a lot of always that's violence in Chicago. That's normal up there, but that yeah, that's true too. I mean, I was already kind of pissed. Like you know, hey guys, hashtag COVID protocols. You know, what are y'all doing? But there was a mass shooting. There were 15, 15 shot and at least two dead. Oh, and. N- no one reported on it except locally, and I thought that was kind of strange. Um, not a lot of details. They have it. They don't have the suspect. They don't have any suspect. They recovered four guns, I believe. Yeah, you at the know. Scene. I would have to hit up my Chicago friends, but it might be one of those things where it's like, "Hey, I heard this place got shot up. What's up with that?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, that shit happens there all the time." Yeah, I mean, that's it could just that's be one kind of those of type of what... I'm assuming, but is. it's still a mass shooting in terms of how many people were hit and how many people were killed. I mean, I, you know, 15 were injured, you know, two dead. I mean, I'm sure that does qualify as a mass shooting, and with the the hard on that media has for mass shootings. But they're less about like gang violence. I mean, it was That's assuming it's a gang bar, but That's, it very well could be. Right, or is it because it's Chicago and you know gun a violence? Bit in Chicago both, is. Yeah. I was just surprised that, and then we read this. We read this shitty news article. It was the, the first one we read that 
after they reported on the facts of the incident, they immediately started like shitting on the 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 place itself and that they've had violations and that they've had complaints against them and like completely devalued the devalued the loss of life mm-hmm. and injuries that occurred there just to point out that this business had has had violations and complaints before. I, I mean, it was kind of shitty reporting. I mean, it's there, just there was an incident that happened in Knoxville where somebody was killed in a Burger King right off Broadway and a Burger King. Um, they were they weren't even at the club. They were in the drive through of a Burger King and they were shot because some people at a club close by shot at each other and missed and it killed somebody like the next block down. And, you know, did you, you, either of you, yes, neither of you heard about that. I actually heard about that that happened, but okay. But, uh, of course things that came out about that was, Hey, this place is a hell hole. Like this shit happens here all the time. And like, I do know the place. It is a dangerous place. I wouldn't have gone there. Like, I would have felt like I was going to get shot. Sometimes those places just kind of exist. It, it, looked, like, it, it looked more like community violations, not so much passive violence. And, and since this is why I was making the distinction. Sometimes it can be both, you know. Sometimes they, it can be literal gangsters, drug dealers, like, trying to run a front or a play. They said it was some kind that of celebration. Um, that the party that they were at was some kind of celebration. Yeah. Um, and that... It started with a dispute at the front. So, and I think one thing that, like, causes the media to really pick up for, on stuff is, like, where there's no known reason right off for why this happened. You think it's also because they don't have a suspect? Like, if they had a suspect, they would as well? You don't think so either? Okay. I mean, think about the Nashville bombing. That made news immediate, immediately. It well, was I all mean, over the that place. was a very large explosion in a very massive city. I don't think that's really apples. But nobody that. was killed during that. Except the the property was hurt. Well, though. yeah, the, 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 bomber, the bomber himself. Bomber. Yeah, uh, the which pro- they that's a suicide. That's yeah, not a killing. True. <laughs> that the poor property was hurt. Okay, they're still trying to pull their money <laughs> right remember, back into those buildings. Do you guys remember where that was just a test run? They were people were claiming that that was just a test run for. It was over. I mean, everybody shit. was really tense. I mean, th- that was in the peak of us watching all the QAnon and white supremacists talking about, you know, the violence that they wanted to um, engage in. And then this happened. And that's, you know, it, it was the not knowing who it was made people really. And it seemed more so, like sophisticated like, it seemed targeted, which we know it was targeted now. And it's like, how did he get away with this? Could he have done it on his own? And so a lot of people with that added paranoia, yeah, because we're again. watching, you know, especially on the left, where we're we're going into these groups and we're seeing them t- making plans and talking and stuff. And so, yeah, it, it's we, we put all of that into this scenario. It's like, well, what's next? What more is going to happen? I know among my friends, I was one being like, I think this is probably one guy. He he did. Like, it didn't seem to be anything mass organized. That was weird, yeah. That was weird. Yeah. But to what you said earlier, and I'm, I'm going to push my little cancel culture thing aside because you brought up a point that I was a story I was going to bring up later, but it's a perfect way to segue into it. This is from CNN.com. U.S. intelligence reports say election fraud claims will almost certainly spur more violence by domestic extremists. 
so U.S. intelligence agencies believe that narratives of fraud in the recent general election and the emboldening impact of the violent breach of the U.S. Capitol will almost certainly spur domestic extremists to try to engage in additional acts of violence this year, according to the unclassified summary of a new joint assessment released Wednesday. So continuing, that warning was included in a comprehensive classified assessment of domestic violent extremism produced by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the Department of Homeland Security, and the Department of Justice, which was ordered by the White House in January. I mean, so this is some of the things you were talking about earlier. We they fully expect that you know the hatred and the lies that were brought during the Trump era when he was lying about the election results will fuel more far right extremists and violent uh, violent responses. I've been saying it since July of last year that after elections things are going to get violent. Now. The Trump's rhetoric and his, like, refusal to concede and leading people on to think that there was fraud, that postponed the violence. That drug people along and gave his supporters enough hope to not go out, you know? It's just like, we're going to get it overturned in court, so, you know, we just have to be patient. And so it slowed down, but now it's finalized. Now Biden is the president, we're going to start seeing more and more acts of mass violence, I think. One thing I've, I don't know, you can say if you think this is true that I've noticed about them is they kind of, like, with the insurgency and even the March, was it the March 4th event, mm. they kind of feel like someone, they don't need to do it because someone else is going to do it for them to a point where they're like, somebody's going to go out there and, you know, overturn this stuff. And they're like, Expect other people of their like mind to do Eventually that will wane, though, and yeah. then mm-hmm. they're going to, you know, <clears throat> act out. And that kind of also segues into – that also kind of segues into a recent event. I know we're going to be discussing the shootings in Atlanta, but this interesting – interesting enough that I saw this before I read about and heard about the Atlanta shootings, and this was um, on The Guardian – a, an assessment, this is another assessment as they're doing, uh, this is by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, that racist extremists pose the most mm-hmm. deadly terrorist threat to the U.S., the intelligence, uh, intelligence report warns. And kind of what just happened in Atlanta. I'm so glad that they're issuing these warnings that the anti-fascist researchers and, you know, the community has been screaming about for a while, like... Yeah, thank you for finally well, <laughs> addressing kind of minimized this. that for four years mm-hmm. and gaslit everyone into saying you were crazy for saying so. Even liberals, even liberals gaslight us for saying so. So let's talk about that little prick on Tuesday. Go ahead. <laughs> the the what was his Are name? We getting into it. The now? Aaron something Aaron Long. He looks like the inside. Robert type. Aaron Long was it? Yes, Robert Aaron Long, and he was, he so he finally was charged with eight counts. I mean, he was initially only charged with four. He has now been charged with eight but counts. They're, I'm assuming. they're refusing to call it a hate crime, still, aren't they? They I are mean, because they're buying any... his bullshit. They're buying his bullshit, and it's probably because the officials like, yeah, that sounds. Which I'll get into later. The official yeah, series. He, We're going to the official later. In fact, that's going to be part of our A cab of the week. part of our A cab of the week when we get to his response to this. Which is, it's oh, going to be yeah. follow this. It's like fuming. But he was basically claiming that it was his sexual addiction mm. and that. Okay. How far away were these were these places? And these were primarily all Asian places, Asian women. 
I mean, there there were there other massage partner uh, parlors around that were not Asian owned. If it's a um, sex addiction, there were probably several strip clubs he passed I mean, this is Atlanta, in between so sure. there. Um, there were probably streets he could have gone to to indiscriminately shoot um, sex workers. There are other ways he could have did it. He specifically targeted Asian-owned businesses. Well, if, if even if you want to go sex addiction, that means he was fetishizing um, Asian women, which is just another form of racism. Was he connecting massage parlors with sex? So if you go to the reviews of one of the... Um, I, I, I didn't check all three of the massage spas... But one of them, all throughout the reviews, were like, yes, it's that kind of yeah. massage parlor. So um, I, was one, I was wondering if that had a thing. So, yeah, there there was sex work. It seems like there was sex work happening at these massage spas. Okay. Well, he could have been... I, I'm, I still don't buy it. I mean, I, I, mean <laughs> I don't completely... I, I need to hear more about this guy's history before I'm going to say that it, uh, he was completely a, race He was a nice Christian boy. A little shy, I, yeah, I but... Yeah, that part. <laughs> <laughs> And he just wanted a handy J, and yeah. these sinful women were, were going to hike up the price for him because he looked like a mass murderer. Because did you see his picture? Because he looks like a he mass looks murderer. like a mass murderer. He yeah. looked. He looked, I mean, not to racially profile, but if you have that kind of beard, uh, you're a mass <laughs> well, murderer. Well, and it was the picture that they put out wasn't even like it before they got his like mugshot video or photo. Um, he just has this angry look, like he's ready to go st- start shooting people. Um, it shouldn't have been a surprise. Like I can look at it, that picture and be like, he's scary. <laughs> yeah. And it was, was it three different locations that were visited? So three, three separate locations. they all locations. near each other? No, no. They were different counties even. So he shot up a place, got in his car, drove to the next place. Drove yeah. 27, miles oh, 27 miles to get to okay. the second location. Then so he had like a list was. of places he had that a he list. was going to go. Okay. He, when, he, was, he had to have. They I mean. said he was, when, when they caught him, they asked him why he, where he was heading and he said he was heading to Florida to the same type of business to carry out the same type of actions. The same type of business. He said that? Yeah. Type of well, business. I mean, I don't know if that was his... That's what but, the okay. uh, press conference yesterday... I mean, obviously I'm speculating that he had a list, but to drive 27 miles after already doing... Two, I mean, you would think that he had a... He could have been on his phone Googling yeah. and picking this. Like, who knows if he would have gone straight to Florida or if he would have tried to stop at different... I don't know if there's any city large enough to have one of those... Uh, because, like, I don't even know if Knoxville has a spa that gives, like... Handy J's? Yeah. <laughs> the ha- the happy, happy ending specials? Yeah. Uh, well, f- from you saying, from him being a Christian, because of course he is, um, he, like you said, isn't in- he's, uh, he said that he's an incel, I mean, he didn't say he's an incel, he's, he's an, an incel. incel. He's an incel. <laughs> he said without saying that he's an incel. <laughs> I mean, Christians have that, you know, that fight. That's why we, we get these Christian, you know, murderers that have this internal struggle between I want sex. My brain tells me that sex is good and my religion tells me it's a sin. So there are everyone who is trying to give sex out for money is a sinner and I need to kill all of them. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was a bit of racism to connect the sex work with the Asian-owned ones. I think, I mean, it's, I it's, think it's, kind of, it's kind of a trope, isn't it? If, it's kind of if a trope he for truly those... did, because apparently he had gone to those businesses before. But even even if that's yeah, the case, he, he did frequent those places. Yeah, but he either got work or got places, turned down from work. He still, 
Sexually, he targeted Asian women, and during this crime, he targeted Asian women. Mm-hmm. It's it's directly related to the race of these women that were like six out of eight of the women that were killed. Yeah, so or six out of seven, you, I guess one was a man. You had a, I think he was injured but not killed. I believe eight I could be, I could be wrong. Eight people killed. killed one I, person died. One later. person, I think. Okay, he, I think it was a guy. One of the male. I think it was a male. But you made a, you had a Facebook post about that when it happened. When and then especially especially after he, like he had the, um, the what we are assuming is a bullshit you know argument that it was a uh, sex addiction. I posted Regarding that, that like right. 15 minutes before the press conference. I didn't even know there was going to be a press conference. Right, and so you had mentioned that you know about how you know the rhetoric against Asians and especially the Chinese have increased. And oddly enough, and it tends to happen, you make these posts, and like the same day, something pops up on NBC that'll kind of talk about that because you're weird like that. Um, and I want to put this is NBC News. Um, there were 3,800 anti-Asian racist incidents, mostly against women, in the past year. 531. So this is from March to March of this year. 531 have occurred this year. 62%, according to the report, and this is a report um, from the uh, reporting forum at Stop uh, AAPI Hate on Tuesday revealed, that revealed those incidents. 62%, sorry, 68% of those were against women. So I, on my post, I, I had mentioned 28,000, and it's not because I didn't see the 38. I was looking for violent. So apparently, like, there's 28,000. I, I believe this is how I understood it when I was looking. I may have found an old article, but I thought I checked the dates. It's because they, they say It could have been incidents. over a longer lifespan, because this well, was just the last year. No, it, it was it was the same topic, okay. yeah. Um, but they, so that like 2,800 of them were included violence or were a physical attack. Um, no, some 2800, of those, cause you the said 30, 30, yeah, yeah, no, oh, sorry. 2,800, okay. 2,800, yeah. I just yeah. want to make sure we correct that. 2,800, and then there's 3,800 incidents, which, which include being denied service, um, you know, just other forms of discrimination that don't include, uh, violent acts. So, so that's, I was actually kind of speculating is like, what if, you know, <clears throat> The shooter was denied those services in the past, and that pent up his the aggression and I violence. Don't, I don't think that's the case. I mean, like he went to those places for that, and they're like, "No, we don't do that here." And then he assumed they did. I mean, I'm thinking. I that, think I think it could be a case that I, that could be possible. Yeah, because if, we know he did visit them. If he's an and, incel, and he, like I said, like the racism might not be because I mean, it could be because he associates. Uh, Asian-owned massage places with sex work. Well, and that's not, still it's, it's, racism. That's, I mean, that I mean is racism. yeah, that is racism. It is but racism. That's, but that might be why he was doing it. That's due to American pop culture and especially yeah, movies. I mean, I mean full, full Metal Jacket. So, full Metal Jacket it's, it's was a, a big example of that, where you know, I mean, me love you long time. Viet, Vietnamese prostitutes were a real thing. Yeah, but that's that was real. It became like a, a stereotype for all Asians because I mean, American I because Americans you know just not that good at identifying. All races have sex workers. They do, yeah. but the, but I think Asians specifically have like there's more it's more a stereotype thing where you see an Asian massage parlor one will you know it's already in the back of the head I bet they get do happy right. endings there and so that's kind of my point I think and that's um, maybe what he thought. But I mean, my point though is even if that's what he thought, he thought it's still racist. Racism is still a fuel, oh, it so is. it would still be a hate crime. Go ahead. Yeah, this is uh, a of the week. 
Okay, so this is a good time to go ahead and segue into our ACAB of the week. And Al, you had you wanted to talk about the press conference uh, following our last story regarding um, Captain Jay Baker of the Cherokee County Sheriff's Office. Yeah, that son of a bitch. So <laughs> I, I was watching this press conference about it yesterday, and I, I was just kind of blown away when the Cherokee County uh, Sheriff got on there and was like, he was just having a really bad day, and this is what he did. I want to, I want to correct real quick. He was actually not the sheriff. He was a captain. He was a captain? spokesman. He was a spo- okay. he was a captain, but he was a spokesman for them. He was there. He was oh, there. So his, screen, his this, job is to not say stupid shit. And yeah, he said yeah. Stupid yeah. Shit. The he screen, said the most absolutely. Go ahead. What did the he say? screen while I was watching it said, just said Cherokee County Sheriff on there. That's okay, why. he was speaking so, for the sheriff. What did he say? What did this asshole say? He, that was. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he was. You know, all for the victim and the the exact quote was yesterday was a really bad day for him and this is what he did and there's i saw a joke that said cops empathized with someone that says they had a bad day and killed eight people (laughs) yeah yeah he said he was pretty much fed up and kind of at the end of his rope and later on um he uh baker said long told investigators that the attacks were not racial we talked about hey he said they were not racial motivated how did he have a bad day did he lose at Fortnite or something (laughs) He said this, the specific did take responsibility for the shootings. He does claim that it was not uh, not racially motivated. He apparently has an issue, what he considers a sex addiction, and sees these locations as a temptation mm-hmm. for him that he wanted to eliminate. Okay, so, yeah, so, so I, I think I was right, that he's connected sex work with Asian... So immediately, Asian like, this, this this Captain Jay Baker was just blasted and criticized because, obviously, these are inappropriate and insensitive to the victims when you're kind of just like, you know, he had a bad day. Because that's what you do when you have a bad fucking day. You go and just murder eight people. Um, I tend to, like... Get a beer and go in my bathtub when I have a bad smoke, day. Smoke a little something. <laughs> right. Right? Um, like Never once have I thought, hey, I'll go shoot up three different establishments and drive 27 miles while I'm premeditated. That's premeditated when you're driving. And ne- never once did scurry. I think of that. Once, it, once he goes in on it, he can't stop, you know? It's a Pringle shooting. Like when <laughs> yeah, once you, pop, I mean, like, yeah, your, op- I'm sorry, your, your options awful. are I'm to sorry. keep going or go home and get arrested. It's still, it's still a spree murder, and it's not a serial killing; it's a spree killing. You know, it's yeah, it's a spree killing. So, you guys want to talk about what? So after the remarks uh, surface, and because obviously, once you say some horrible shit like that, like internet's going to do what the internet does, and they're going to like just go through your history. And did you guys see that fucking shirt that he had on? Or that he had? He had I he did not see the shirt. I heard what the shirt said. Right. So he, the, the, the post says, um, and it's been removed, and I'm not no. going to try to go it right now. Of course it's been removed. But there's Facebook didn't remove it. No, they, um, and like I said, we talked earlier about the uh, cancel culture with how they don't, and they're selective on what they remove. But he made this post. Place your order while they last above a photo of two shirts that said COVID-19 Imported virus from China, and it's C-H-Y-N-A. Well, okay, so this is one thing that I want to say about the the China hate, is I also hate China, but, like, the Chinese government. As a leftist, I think we can all hate China for being one of the most authoritarian regimes in the fucking world. Oh, there's a whole lot of leftists that, like, are full-on in support of China. We call them thinkies. This is why leftists hate each other. 
Yeah, because because <laughs> tankies w- exist. Because yeah, they're not a, they're not communist. China is not an actual communist state. They are a capitalist state that's run by an authoritarian. They're have, not communist. I have an issue with any government that censors what its citizens can say. I also have a problem see. with governments that have concentration camps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Fuck tankies Mulan. tankies will argue that that. The concentration camps aren't really there, and it's just American <sighs> media that is portraying it as that. And we shouldn't have trust the tankies, American so. media. And, you know, to some to degree, yes, we shouldn't <laughs> trust all of American media. We should a lot look further, American but media. Jesus Christ. They're, they're, American media beats off China because that's who we get there. We, they, we give each other's – we sell our culture to China. Like there, been, there are red flags with China that we should not ignore. Their flag is red. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> and not only that, like uh, we, we should—I know we should on Disney in the past and how they bow down. To, I wasn't to even going to start. You're the one that said. No, no we've already talked about this, Sam. But <laughs> Mulan they, got nominated for an Academy Award and they shot next to a fucking concentration. No, no, camp. no. Well, not only that, but then like they'd also made decisions like to not piss off China with certain, you know, with certain things. Yeah, the Doctor Strange thing that no one seems to remember except me. Yeah, and it's not only them. Wasn't it, didn't the NBA or some other sports teams like they wanted? Yeah, to we bow down to China. It was a support. South Hong Park's Kong thing, about right? the only and one that'll actually say shit about them. If if Blizzard, you can't, Blizzard, Blizzard bows down Blizzard to China. Bows down. If you can't down. talk shit about your own government, there's an issue with your government. And that, and then when your country can't talk shit about their government because they own so fucking much. So my point is, there's a lot of things we can actually say about fuck China, but I don't. You know, we segue real hard from this. Somehow, (laughs) somehow, conservatives just hate people from China, and still, you know, they conservatives love authoritarianism, so they find a way to like hate the Chinese people and still suck off their government. Oh, but yeah, at the same time, they like bitch about shit being made in China, and they want American-made products, but yet they fly Trump flags that were made in China. They wear Trump hats that are made in China. Yeah, it doesn't make any (laughs) sense. We should all hate China's government, is basically what I'm saying. And not only that, but, I mean... Fuck it. it you said Trump, so I'm going to go on that. They, the whole time, how many, especially of the QAnon fucking people, you know, they'll, they'll shit on communist China and the, the you know, dictator this, but they were happy having their king who just, you know, keep, you know, didn't he hear that tweet where he was, because he's an idiot and he doesn't know constitutional law, where, you know, it had Trump 20, uh, Trump 2016, Trump 2020, Trump 24, and it kept going and kept going, and, like, they yeah. fucking supported that. Like, the, they were happy. The basis of conservatism is authoritarianism, so, of course, it's, they're always going to lead to that. These are the they same want to be people ruled. They're like, oh. who look at the very, like, extremely neoliberal Joe Biden... And they call him a communist. Well, they what, call him a China puppet that, too. That's what we were talk, that's what we were talking about last week of how Ben Shapiro tries to kind of manipulate and trick his audience into thinking that leftists love Joe Biden and that's what the left looks like. They want you to think the middle is left because they're so far right. Did you guys see a meme that it was. I don't know if it was a meme or just a. It was a. It was a. It was a graphic that shows how the U.S. sees itself as political parties, and it has. You know Bernie Sanders oh, yeah. and uh, Warren on the left. You know Joe Biden in the center, and then all you know Mitch McConnell and everybody else on the on the right. But how the rest of the world sees us, how the rest, of, according to what their beliefs are, they have Bernie and you know the Sanders, uh, Bernie Sanders and the Elizabeth Warren camp 
in the center and everyone else, you know, getting further to the right. And that's I how saw, Canada. Yeah, I know exactly well, what you're talking about. Yeah, that's people from actually, Canada in the comments were saying that uh, when they are taught about American politics, they're just taught that it's all right. Yeah, it's all it's all it's all it is. Right. They're, it is all they're right. correct. They're completely correct. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when the mainstream media talks about left and right, they're really talking about far right well, and center. And correct. Point. You think about this. There like, is no leftist media. There is no left wing media. That's that's an. Ex- that's we a, are left wing media. We are the left wing media. Bernie is not about getting get. rid of capitalism completely. He's he's like he wants to bring in more socialism, but it's not abolish capitalism. So that would it mean he's like about 50-50 capitalism, I socialism, mean, which is center. <laughs> I, I would like to pick his brain off the record and see if he would really be down to being further left. And he just knows that that's not even a, se- a sell right now, you know? I will say, though, that— Because if you're a politician, you're not going to be good—you're not going to get away with the we shit we have say to go with the politician. politics that he presents, and the politics he presents would be I mean, I understand center, I that, though, because yeah. no politician is going to be able to get up and like, yeah, deliver right. our platform. Yeah, but it's Any just, of us on the, just, what we actually think or not be able to be a politician. No, that's, oh, no, 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 we it's can't. It's just <laughs> the fact that— that like how we see America sees him as so far left and like he truly is like center as he presents center whether it's because he has to or that's what he is it, it's you know that he's he's still center I, I will give credit where credit's due and sure, I, say, I will do that center. I will shit on when I need to but I will give credit where credit is due and um, again this is from me listening to another uh, another podcast and I didn't realize that what Biden attempted to do to introduce the $15 minimum wage was he knew it was a long shot and out of the norm. But the fact that he tried, but he it, tried, it was, he knew that it was, he knew it was going to go through or he, he thought, Hey, maybe if the parliamentarian agreed, the $15 minimum wage would have been attached to the reconciliation, uh, reconciliation process. The parliamentarian shot it down and said it was, you know, couldn't be allowed, but it was an attempt was made and he didn't have to do that. And, I'm saying best but, president I mean, of my life. If you throw <laughs> some fucking I'm going to keep saying that because it's 100 percent true. That, that's I mean that's being grateful. You're making for them breadcrumbs being thrown. That's I mean crumbs are better than what I've been fed to the last America. <laughs> I mean they're they're no they're not. Well, right now in the Senate, until the filibuster gets broken. There, there's only certain avenues to introduce that shit like that because if it's going to take a 60-vote majority, we all know. Hell, even Joe Manchin, the fucking West Virginia senator who is a – I'm an air quote here – Democrat, Fuck voted him. that shit down even in, in cinema, wherever she's from. What was that? Arizona. Chrissy Little Bitches. Um, that Democratic girl with looked really cute walking up to vote no. That was cinema. Huh? That was cinema. She went and gave okay. her big thumbs down on it. Yeah, fuck her. Yeah, so like she looked really cute though. It was <laughs> so. I mean, it was it was it was already a long shot, and the, those two would have. I mean, with a fifty-fifty split majority, losing even one cinema and or mansion, it had to kind of be done through the through the reconciliation process. So I I I'm not going to applaud. I'm just say there was no reason for him to even attempt, unless you think it's just to garner like. I mean, I points. think it's a show. Yeah, I think it's a good show. I mean, I mean, if you get performative I mean, shit. To, to be fair, if the, the parliamentarian didn't rule that it couldn't be allowed as part of the reconciliation process, it would have gone through. And that's my point. And it, the attempt was made. 
and better than Obama. So Obama. I, I will say I will, so I will say I will give some partial credit for credit because you know there's that. Wait, he, he, he's working know... against a lot too. Like he's Obama had a lot against him, but he was Obama played it kind of like I'm going to try to make everyone happy still, like. Joe Biden knows that there's no point in trying to appease these people. There's no point in trying to appease the Republican Party. That's no, no, he, because, I mean, that's because they've already made it clear that yeah. they're, they're not I mean, Obama, be they made it clear when Obama was in, but he sp- still spent eight years being like, I'm still trying to make everybody happy. Well, and yeah, and Biden also recently fired a warning shot. You know, calling Mitch McConnell out, Mitch McConnell, because they're trying to get rid of the get rid of the filibuster, and Mitch McConnell's like, you know, we're gonna go scorched earth. He's like, fucking, you know, they were like, bring it, you know, I think they should uh, to maybe get some legislation passed because unless unless because what typically happens is after the two years, you know, the midterms, unless it's a wildly popular president, and we both know that, or we all know rather that Biden is not widely popular, he's still polling and above fifty right now. Um, but the trend is that they could lose either the Senate and or the House. It's already a slim, a slim majority in the House, and so really they need to work their asses off in the next two years. The to get soul of America done. has been fought over fiercely these last decade. <laughs> and it's just I mean, going back and forth, and nothing really gets done because neither side wants to really work with the other side. And that's also why they get so pissed off at this culture war shit. I kind of feel... That's and all, like, like, it's a culture war for the f- soul of this country. Fuck Pelosi. There's a lot of shit she does that pisses me off, but I do feel like she has made more attempts to work with the Republicans than I would have if I were in her position. I mean, she and Schum- Schumer had meetings with Trump over... Um, yeah, they had meetings with Trump over, you know, trying to get the the border wall and you know things like that. And obviously, you know, the Dems who had politicians the of the time. will be politicians. That's yeah. what they fucking do. But they at least still had the meeting. And then, I mean, I don't really see GOP reaching out. Are, are they like they're not? Their whole goal is to block everything that Democrats want to do. Where Democrats are at least like. They they want at least a couple of people or Republicans signing on to their stuff because it improves their ability to get it passed. Republicans at this point, like I said, like it all comes back to the culture war. They know that they're at a cusp of like losing like the cultural knowledge of the like, mm-hmm. boomers are dying. All the younger people are like they're so when they're they're playing from attrition. Like they're playing, they're playing from a position of attrition where they're losing, like as time is going on. So they know when you are in that strategy, you just play obstructionist, so you can try to get every little thing mm-hmm. through because you're losing to time. They know that right. Republicans know that. So while just just before I record, and we're talking about you know Republicans actually now starting to vote on some of the bills, some are actually starting across the aisle. Uh, just shortly before we started to record. The, uh, the the House passed the American Dream and Promise mm. Act of 2021. Did that pass? It passed. Mm. I listened to part of that today. And, um, of course, just real quick, it would provide a pathway for citizenship for you know young undocumented immigrants known as Dreamers, as well as for temporary protected status recipients and deferred, uh, deferred and forced de- uh, departure beneficiaries. The final vote count was uh, 228, 197. Nine Republicans joined. Now that is only mm-hmm. nine. Uh, and then the there was like a Violence Against Women Act. I don't really remember what that was, but 
179 Republicans voted against that. Yeah, they're like, I still well, want to beat my wife. That's, that's kind of what it, You that's, can't cancel me so for beating my wife. That number may not be accurate, but it was in the one. It was in the high 170s. I listened to the um, Republicans in general. It's the Republican stance that they. Hate. I listened to the um, de- uh, debates today, or the their little going back and forth on the Dream Act. And I also listened to, um, I, I didn't, I missed the beginning of it and I'm listening in my car, so I don't have like the screen telling me what's going on. I don't know what exactly it was, but it was like a hearing about the, um, it's, it's Asian American violence. And the one thing that stood out in my mind for that is they were talking about a previous bill before Congress that was um, just to denounce violence or the just racism. To, just to denounce an official declaration yeah, of denunciation? It was, it was the guy, one of the Asian guy from um, Lost was up there speaking, and he's like, you know, I find it really sad that 160 Republicans voted against the bill that would require no money, no actions, all you had to do is denounce racism against Asian American Pacific Islanders, and you all voted no. Like, how fucking... Like, that shows how shitty they are. I, it wasn't going to take money. It didn't take anything. Just fucking denounce racism. And they voted against it. 160 rebe- Republicans. They, they, they looked at that, and they're like, oh shit, that's my them. base. My base is racist. I can't vote against my base. They put me in this position to speak their voice, and that's what I'm doing. Because Republicans, the the citizens that vote for Republicans, I also think that's, they want to have. They're representing. I think they also they're representing their people accurately. No, sir. What they're actually doing is they're establishing a voting record of not voting with Democrats. So their report card against Democrats looks really we're good. Both right. When it comes to what you know what bills they 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 side on and i, mean, I think that's what that, they're doing if, if you it's, want you're if, both right yeah we're both right if they want to tie i'm against democrats and the democrats are like anti-racism then you know it's the same game they play with uh abortion like oh they must be pro-death like oh we're pro-racism you know how did marjorie Vote for the dream. This bitch won't vote on anything <laughs> the Democrats. She probably voted to adjourn as soon as I got it there. Just a troll again. I didn't even hear her speaking. I heard the fucking um, majority house leader. Uh, what's his fucking name? The house leader? Ma- minority. Oh, the minority house leader. I, I really don't know. McCarthy. Um, <laughs> That's right. What, what McCarthy. I, I <laughs> didn't hear position. what. Like, he's like, we wouldn't even be here. If it weren't for Biden during the debates when he said, come to our borders, come here. And what got me is like, so I was out doing deliveries today. So I was in and out of my car. And the first part of the day I was listening to the, um, uh, the civil rights and civil liberty hearing that they had. And then I didn't hear that they had switched what they were doing. So I had thought that he had, he was chiming in on the Asian American conversation with the violence and stuff. So I was really fucking pissed because I thought that was his argument. You, of, you know, we pissed. wouldn't be in this. Yeah, it's still, but I, w- I was more pissed off at that point because I'm like, really fucking six people were killed yesterday and you're bitching because we have 
he kept using the word illegal. It's like we have people coming to our borders that want a better life, and you're blaming that for this violent crime that happened yesterday. But that wasn't the case. Well, the right is is obviously seizing on the the surge of uh, migrants that are coming to Texas right now. Obviously, as the warm as the uh, weather gets warmer, that's going to happen. But this is you know higher than it was in previous years. Because I guess they know that they want asylum, and they now know that they won't be stripped away from their kids and separated. Well, they'll, still a, be, they'll still be detained. A obviously. lot of fucking kids. That border wall is just going to be decaying now. No one's yeah. keeping up with that shit. But, yeah, it's not being finished. So, like, 46 GOP senators say that it was unlawful to stop the production of that or to, to halt that. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's listening to it today. It was like infuriating because they were bitching about these children. We have record numbers of illegal children coming into this country. They're fucking children. They're children. And you're talking about turning these children away and getting angry because these children want to come here? They're fucking children. Right. <laughs> Those are anchor babies. You better watch out. That's anchor babies? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's Okay. They're, they, they become dreamers. And the Republicans don't want more. Good thing dreamers. Trump half-assed everything he did. Like, everything Trump did was pretty easy to overturn, like, day one, if not a little later. He did actually like he, make some things more difficult, especially when it comes to the migrant, the, uh, the, the immigration policies that he put in place. He put little roadblocks on his, uh, on his last days um, to make it. Because that's what he cared about. He like that was one of his main things campaigning was anti-immigration. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know how Mexico was going to pay for the wall, which now I've, I saw people who defend that saying that the trade deal ended up paying for the billions that we stole. from. Is that the why they had to go fund me? It? Pretty much. Do you remember that go fund me? That was amazing. Didn't that get refunded? I think so. They had to, because I either got refunded or they, they canceled it because... Because the government can't take those kind of donations. Yeah, right. So <laughs> They ended up sending all that back. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap it up. I want to thank everyone for joining us for episode seven of Apostates on the Fringe. As always, you can find us on social media, on Facebook and Twitter. If you want links to the articles or contact the show, you can visit us at apostatepod.com. Please consider sharing the show out to your friends and leaving us a five-star review everywhere you can, and we'll see you guys next week. Tino's a dick because I'm the one who always comes over and brings him treats, but he's over there loving on Sam. I mean, he's a cuddler. All right, guys. We'll see you all next week. Bye. States on the Fringe do not represent the views and opinions of the Atheist Society of Knoxville. For links to all our musical contributors, go to apostatepod.com and check the About Us page. A big thank you to Michael Scott Arden who allows the show to use his full catalog.